0: I'm a bulldog, so George, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle the business education is
1: important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in All right, everybody, let's settled. go. Welcome into another edition of Before the Hedges. From dognation.com, brought to you by Kroger, I'm your host, Jeff Centel. Welcome, Twitch. Welcome, uh, everybody that's listening in on our podcast. Welcome to everybody on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Dog Nation homepage. Remember, you get Jeff Fast and Furious in the studio right now, and then we join you guys later at the end of the show for a live Q&A segment. So get those questions ready. I'll be watching inside the feed for all of that as well. First of all, guys, do you hear that? Lots of commitment action coming on. I think since our last show, Georgia has had a trio of commitments in the 2024 class. We will get to that. First thing we'll do, we like to shoot from the hip. We started that semi uh, going to be a tradition for before the hedges in last week's show, where I kind of riff really quickly things I'm going through my mind right now with Georgia football recruiting. They don't even qualify for the Big Five, but what they do qualify is just rapid stream of consciousness. Going to get about five takes out. Going to try to do it in less than a minute. Wish we had a clock. But here we go. Number one, I was looking at some recruiting projections I have in my mind and my notes on my phone right now. And folks, remember when I told you about Texas A&M had 18 top 100 commitments in the 2022 class. That's the all-time mark, the greatest, highest ranked class ever. Looking right now, I think Georgia can get somewhere in that 16, 17, 18 range. When I look at the top 100 right now, I see Georgia is in pretty strong with about 27 of those guys. That means they close on maybe maybe 10 more out of those 27, Georgia, remember, folks, already has eight members of the top 100 committed right there. What that means is I never. everybody wants to hear. I'm setting a bar where I think Georgia can get to eight five-stars, which would be a new program record for a signing class in that class. My third thought on my mind is I think, you guys are starting to see it all come through right now. We've written that story recently on DogNation.com, folks. I don't think Ryan Pugliese is going anywhere. He's going to be a jo- He's going to be a Georgia Bulldog. He is going to compete for that job. One other thing that comes to my mind right now, I see, is, folks. I'm going to take you to next year. Let's time warp to next year. I think Georgia's top five position groups will have both the quarterbacks and the wide receivers in there, and folks. That is saying something. What I mean by that is I think Georgia will have, uh, among their top five positions on the team, the position groups, the rooms, I think next year's team, you're going to count the quarterbacks and the wide receivers in that number of the deepest, best, most talented units on the team. That is a way to get things started right now. Of course, our program is brought to you by Kroger. You guys want to sign up. You want to get those five-star coupons from Kroger, you want to be collecting coupons the way that Kirby Smart and Georgia have been collecting commitments lately. That's the way you get in there. That's the way you do it. Folks, you also got to remember when you're looking at everything that's going on right now with Georgia, this Georgia Recruiting, this is the show that's going to bring it to you right now. Go to kroger.com backslash sign up for all your Krogering needs. Uh, First thing we got to do, guys, is we've got to recap uh, our big five. Everybody put Put five on it, I put five fingers in the air, wave them, just don't care. Our big five starts right now with a recap of the official visitors from last weekend. Let's take a look. We've got a graphic built of who all was there. Let's see if I can roll through it. Jeremiah Smith, got to start with him right there. I think Georgia has done enough with Jeremiah Smith this weekend, this past weekend, the continued recruiting he's getting to where I think – I think we're not going to hear anything. I'm going to take Jeremiah Smith at his face value where some of the quotes coming out of his official visit was like he's just going to let everybody find out on signing day. I think if the young man wants to flip, I think it's the best interest for him to do so, uh, perhaps on signing day where that's just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, kind of clean and clear where he doesn't have to let anybody down. I think eventually both programs, Ohio State and Georgia, are going to get to the point where they both feel they're going to be able to sign Jeremiah Smith, unless something drastic drastic changes here, which it usually does. Casey Poe. Now this guy's going to have his own breakout story on Dognation.com. Really liked the chance to talk with Casey Poe. He just got 355 up on the power clean recently. Casey Poe is a top 10 off interior offensive lineman. Georgia was his first uh, official visit. He said Georgia knocked it out of the park loves a lot of things about georgia his big tenants or his big anchors for his commitment is going to be competition is going to be his faith and it's going to be relationships he wants to go to a place that can check all those boxes i feel casey poe got all those boxes checked with that georgia official visit tate ratledge hosted him tate ratledge did an amazing job that young man is more than just a mullet and a mustache a uh, great uh, official visitor host there with Casey Poe. Now, Casey's going to take his officials. It's probably going to take about uh, maybe even six or seven. Wants to get a couple more schools in there besides the five. But folks, you're talking about one of the best offensive line prospects in the country. I think out of everybody Georgia's recruiting right now, Casey Poe and perhaps Brandon Baker are the most ready to play college prospects right now. Cam McHale took his official visit to Georgia. Georgia has long been in that thing, in that recruiting race there. Cam's gonna take his officials. He's got one scheduled this weekend uh, to go to uh, South Carolina. He's gonna see other schools. He's gonna see Kentucky. Kentucky's always been recruiting him very hard, perhaps the hardest and for the longest right there. I think Georgia sees him on both sides of the ball. More likely to be a defensive player right there. Cam McHale, multi-sport athlete, runs track, plays basketball. Is actually the quarterback on the Statesboro High School football team for the last couple years. He's going to be a slot receiver this year. I think Georgia had an amazing official visit there. I get a lot of questions about: Is Cam McKell about ready to commit? Is he going commitment watch? What Cam has told me, Killer Cam has told me, is that he is anticipating to take his decision deep into his senior year and his senior season. Now, the last two guys, we're going to bust them out, break them out in a little bit. But so far, out of five names that were on the official visit for the scavenger hunt, Georgia has two commitments. That's a pretty good uh, free throw percentage right now, or a pretty good closing percentage right now for Georgia. We'll see if that changes. We'll see if that one goes up. You also got to remember scavenger hunt. That's where all the recruits got together and they started hunting. Well, it seems like Georgia already found two dogs out of that scavenger hunt for the first weekend Um, for the first official visit weekend this past weekend. It's always a a successful visit. It's always a novelty. Looks like the dogs did very well right there. Number two on our big five. Just kind of keep this train rolling right now, Um, and we're going to talk about the commitments because, folks, since Georgia last – since our last Before the Hedges program, we've seen three prospects commit to the University of Georgia. The first of those, let's go in order, is Drew Miller. Now, folks, a lot of things to tell you about Drew Miller. Number one, he's the number one punter in the country. Um, he's a multi-sport athlete. He was the quarterback on his high school team. Now, get this—he can throw the ball. He's told me this. He can throw the ball sixty yards. Plays for a wing t quarterback, wing tee quarterback type offense. He can throw the ball six—excuse me, fifty yards. Fifty yards. Um, you go through this, and I don't know there are many human beings that can do what Drew Miller does. Number one. He has an offer from Georgia already. Georgia has been recruiting him for over a year. He comes from a no stoplight town of about 1,500 folks. Place doesn't even have a Walmart. That's how small town uh, America, his home in Iowa, is. But let me make sure I get these stats right. He can kick a field goal from 50 yards, he can throw a football uh, 60 yards, and he can punt the ball 70 yards. Folks, there are not many human beings on this earth. That can do that. Drew Miller, the new Georgia punter commitment, is one of those. He's actually hit an 80-yard punt in a game. That's how talented that leg is. Now, it says two things if you're wondering, leaning in real close about what does Drew Miller to Georgia mean. Well, first of all, I kind of called it when he got his offer and when he scheduled his official visit. To me, that's a pretty clear tale that Brett Thorson, because he's already old enough for the NFL draft, Plans to go play on Sundays after this season. Remember, he was already 21 years old when he came to Georgia. The NFL rules say you got to be three years outside your graduating class. That's why I feel that Thorson is a guy that will compete for jobs next year because those punter scholarships, folks, you offer one, and you only have one punter on scholarship at one time. Also with Brett, with, with Drew Miller, the thing to think about there is he's an excellent holder. He's already got strong relationships with Georgia. Preferred walk-on in the 2023 class, Will, Snelling's, um, Will Snelling, um, and then also the 2023 scholarship, Kicker, Peyton uh, Woodring as well. So those three guys already have a great relationship. Those guys help recruit Drew to the University of Georgia. That's what you need to know about Drew Miller. Second up is Colton Heinrich. Remember, guys, get this right. Not Heinrich. Heinrich. Say it loud. Say it proud. He is Georgia's first tight end, or Georgia's now their only tight end. commitment of the 2024 class. He's about 6'4", 230. His parents were basketball uh, coaches. They coached together. Mom was the head coach at Nova Southeastern University in Florida. Dad was the assistant. Dad played college football at Western Carolina and also Florida Atlantic. He was a tight end. His mom says that um, Colton got dad's speed, her physicality, her mindset, because mom, um, Marilyn, Heinrich, she was a five foot ten former power forward, started the basketball program at Northern Nova Southeastern, played uh, at Florida Southern, also played at Florida Atlantic. Uh, that's the background there. Colton had two very interesting things to say. I know everybody's going to be focused on, hey, that guy's a three-star. What's going on there? Why is Georgia taking a three-star? Listen in real closely. Colton had 35 offers. Colton had official visits set up, which he has since canceled. Uh, to Alabama, North Carolina, Ohio State, and Georgia. Folks, when those are your official visits and those are your finalists, you're a little bit more than the nation's number 35 or number 31 tied in and a three-star prospect. Georgia identified Colton Heinrich really early, and then they went out and got him. He had a couple really cool pool quotes we've created graphics for uh, that he had to say about, um, so far, his time in Athens. Look at this right there. One of the reasons why Colton Heinrich chose Georgia, I truly believe it is Coach Todd Hartley. I want to say he's the best tight ends coach in the game right now. Folks, we continue to see how Todd Bartholomew Hartley kills it in recruiting. He identifies his guys. He's persistent as all get out. That is Todd Hartley. And if that wasn't enough, Georgia being tight in you Colton Heinrich also had something else to say. His public address announcer calls him double trouble because he's a great basketball player. He'd have to be because his mom's a basketball coach. He's been one of the best players on the floor for a couple of years for two state championship basketball teams in high school. He's also an all-state tight end. This is what he had to say about Georgia, the tight end usage, the tight end u, the spotlight now. Right now, I don't think there's a better place for a tight end to be other than Georgia right now. They know how to use the tight end, and they will. Colton Heinrich right there. And then our final one uh, we got to talk about is Marcus Harrison. Love Marcus Harrison. Folks, think about this for a second. If you were playing your before the hedges bingo card, when would you have ever thought Jeff would mention the dogs are bringing in not one but two players from Iowa in the same recruiting class? Well, that's what's happening with Marcus Harrison. His He, he goes to – uh, school at St. Francis Academy. That's in Upstate New York, not too far from Niagara Falls. But he grew up in Iowa. He's going to a private school. That means he will not be able to enroll early. That's the same thing with Colton Heinrich, another three-star here, but six-seven and a half, eighty-four and plus, eighty-four inch plus wingspan. He's about three twenty folks. He was six-six and two hundred seventy-five pounds when he was in the eighth grade. Um, Very big, very broad young man. I know a lot of times when you see size on these athletes, you wonder good weight or bad weight. Well, when you look at Marcus Harrison, his chest is massive, it's wide, it's big, it's bigger than his stomach. And that's what you want to see in terms of a young man that can really move. Some of his highlights, we'll get into that in a later before the Hedges show. Marcus is out there getting out there quick on tunnel screens, getting out there quick on the perimeter blocking cornerbacks. He has the ability to do that, like dog fans have seen with Broderick Jones as well. Marcus can really move. Uh, Georgia got a future farmer. Get this, those FFA dogs that are listening right now, if there's such a thing still in high school, well, his grandfather has a farm in Iowa. And the dream for Marcus Harrison, when everything's done with football, is he wants to go home and he wants to run that farm, his grandfather's family farm. He's going to major in agribusiness at the University of Georgia. And I love the mindset. You hear Kirby Smart talk a lot about now about make sure you pick the right players. They don't care about three stars, four stars, five stars. What the back-to-back national champions care about is going through that strawberry patch and picking the right ones. Marcus Harrison convinced me he was one of the right ones for Georgia when he said, I don't know where I would be in life right now without the game of football. You're not going to have to de-recruit that kid. Georgia went in, and Penn State or Wisconsin was likely going to get Marcus Harrison. You know how Wisconsin finds the right offensive lineman. He had already declared Wisconsin and the Badgers as his public leader. He'd taken three visits to uh, Wisconsin as well. But that weekend with the dogs on that scavenger hunt, Georgia found themselves a future left tackle. His coach there at St. Francis tells me, no, no, this is a guy that can play left tackle. He has the feet. He has the lateral movement to play left tackle. It was funny listening to Casey Poe talk about Marcus Harrison where Casey Poe looked at Marcus Harrison and he's like, man, I'm a pretty big guy. He's about 6'4", 300. Casey Poe had a hilarious quote. He said, you know what? I was looking at Marcus Harrison and I thought, man, maybe I need to try out for Georgia's JV if that's what the scholarship player offensive tackle targets look like at the University of Georgia. That's how massive a human being that Marcus – Harrison is right now. Georgia got him. Uh, Another three-star. You're going to see his numbers. You're going to see his rankings move up. But, folks, I'm going to tell you this. There's one staple. we probably got a million of them from this program. Follow the visits. Follow the coach visits. Um, One of the things you're going to have to learn is when the dogs take a three-star commitment in the month of May, they really want him. They really, really want him. And you've got a guy here in Marcus Harrison that I think a lot of schools in the SEC were hating that Georgia got in and got on him early and locked him down. That guy, tackles are going to be a premium at Georgia. The lines of scrimmage are always a premium at Georgia. And Georgia got them another massive, uh, what does Kirby Smart like to say, 1% human in Marcus Harrison. That, my friends, was your second part of the Big Five. Three, let's hold up three for the third part of our Big Five. Everybody wants to know, Brandon Adams even teased it on his program earlier this week. What kind of momentum is building? What's next for Georgia football recruiting? Well, let me set up the next few weeks for you guys really quickly. Georgia is going to still evaluate, still go on the road, still see prospects all across the country, including the state of Georgia. They're going to continue to evaluate, but then they're going to start to see players come in. There's some key out-of-region uh, national recruits that are going to come in. The latter part of this month, Georgia's is going to evaluate them. Georgia's is going to get a chance to camp with their players, their prospective targets early on in the month of June. Remember, that's why Kirby Smart said there was a conflict there with going to go see the President of the United States at the White House. That was prime re- evaluation, prime recruiting season for the Georgia staff. And then, you're gonna see these lists in their, entire, in their entirety. Next week on Before the Hedges, that's a quick preview, a quick tease to that, but the next two weekends, that would be the first weekend in June, and the second weekend in June. I think my internal tally has Georgia hosting about 12 to 14 five-stars on official visits uh, in the first weekend in June. That first weekend is like Dylan Raiola, uh, Jared Gibson, the number one running back in the country, excuse me, number two running back in the country right now, Justin Scott, Dylan Stewart, um, Ryan Wingo, a lot of major targets for the 2024 class. That's the first weekend. Second weekend kind of looms just as large, guys like, K.J. Bolden is going to be in town. Uh, You've got uh, Ryan Puglisi going to be in town. Sammy Brown is going to be in town for his official visit as well. Um, One of the things that's actually happening today uh, was that Sammy Brown went into Georgia for another meeting with the coaching staff, a meeting with Coach Glenn Schumann to look over some film, watch some tape. He wasn't going to take uh, any more visits prior to his official visits, but he's going to try to find a way to sneak that one in as well. That's what's coming down the track next for Georgia football recruiting. Um, Moving on, number four, fourth in our big, big, big four. We're going to take a look uh, at our big five, the fourth one on. Put your four fingers up. Maybe play some Krypton fanfare in the background is our weekly series. We've kind of went through the offensive side of the ball, and now we're getting deeper into the defensive side of the ball, that would be what does the linebacker recruiting look like for the 2024 class. There's some big names here that Georgia is going to have the chance to close on. There's a big name that was actually an unofficial visitor on this list uh, that was in town for the scavenger hunt. Let's take a look at that right now on Before the Hedges, brought to you by Kroger. Here's your glance. Got a couple of five stars. We mentioned Sammy Brown earlier, number two linebacker in the country. Uh, Justin Williams, that guy is out of Oak Ridge High School in Texas. He took an unofficial visit. I look for Georgia to get an official visit scheduled with him soon in the month of uh, in the month of um, probably the 23rd, I believe. June 23rd is, I think, what he's looking at in the month of June. Nation's number one backer, of course. The glance at the linebacker spot, we got to have some recall here. Demarcus Riddick, currently a five-star, the number three overall linebacker in the country. He's committed to Georgia, but gosh, Auburn and Alabama are going to make it very hard for Georgia to hold on to Demarcus Riddick. What's to tell that 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 commitment there might be a little shaky or be one of one of those really shaky bridges, so to speak, that you'd see in an Indiana Jones movie? Hadn't visited, didn't visit for the scavenger hunt. We don't see an official visit to Georgia scheduled yet with Demarcus Riddick. Uh, be very interesting, and that would mean Georgia would still uh, could potentially. Uh, need to get garner commitments from two linebackers in the class. Jamonta Waller, we mentioned him last week during our edge glance because he's a swing guy, kind of like Jalen Walker, number 102 overall prospect. He's a two-time state champion in the out of the state of Mississippi. Got a lot of Nicobe Dean qualities to his game. Great worker. Uh, Joseph Phillips. Phillips out of Tuskegee, Alabama. He just visited um, for the unofficial. Uh, over the weekend for the scavenger hunt. That's a bigger, like, Tresman Marshall-type-looking linebacker. He's already 6'2", 250. Definitely an inside A-gap, B-gap, downhill plugger. Um, He's out of Booker T. Washington. He just visited Georgia for the scavenger hunt. Christopher Jones, really like this young man, really like his work ethic. I think Christopher out of Fairfax, Virginia, recently clocked a 4'5", or sub-4'5", laser 40 in his workouts. Chris Cole, another name. Big national schools are looking at him, like Notre Dame, uh, other schools like that. He's out of Virginia as well. He likes Georgia a lot. A lot of people in his camp like Georgia a lot. He just picked up his fourth star as well. Chris Cole, that's another name to look at there with your linebacker recruiting glance. Um, That's what you have right there. Um, Georgia's target's at linebacker and now Headline of our show, this is what you guys have been waiting on. I had a chance recently to travel down to IMG Academy. We had a good sit-down. We had some great conversation. Learned a lot um, from Georgia five-star cornerback commitment, Ellis Robinson. He is the number one commitment in the country. He has scheduled an official visit uh, to, to Miami right now. What does that mean for the dogs? Should everybody be worried? Should everybody be biting their fingernails? This week's Dog Nation conversation. Been so busy the last couple weeks, we hadn't gotten the chance to bring you a one-on-one exclusive interview like we're used to doing each and every week. Well, that changes right now here on Before the Hedges, brought to you by Kroger. Let's take a look. Let's take a listen right now. Here is Ellis Robinson and our Dog Nation conversation for this week. Why are you a dog? What does it mean to you to be committed to the back to back national champions?
0: You no, know, it feels great being committed to Georgia, you know. Like, like you
1: said, you know, them going back to back
0: definitely stood out to me. What other stood out to me was like the coach and staff, you know, they like a family over there. And like
1: that's really the main reason what brought me closer and like Georgia for the most part. Ellis, it feels to me like perhaps the biggest reason why you're committed to Georgia. Might be development, might be the much they win, but a lot of that has to be with Fran Brown. Can you tell me why he was so integral in securing your commitment to Georgia?
0: I really say I started off with back when he was at Rutgers my freshman year, you know. Like I told you said before, you know, he believed in, we, believed in me before anybody else could possibly get the chance to, and that's really what, like, stood out to me about him, and overall him just being a great person, just overall just to talk to, you know. Now, he's just a good dude overall, you know, he's a Christian believer, everything, you know, he's everything you want to coach. Did you tell him, was he the first person at Georgia you told that you were going to be a dog that he yeah. wanted to commit? Yeah, I committed before I even committed, like I
1: silently committed before. I, even committed. I silently committed, were you, what, how many months before February were you committed? Were you committed at the Central Phoenix game against uh, I- IMG Central Phoenix? Were you already silently committed then? <sighs> probably. probably. Probably? Probably, probably so. Wow, Georgia. Or how much of an effort would it take for Georgia not to be the team you're playing with this time next year? Man, that's gonna be hard. That's gonna be real hard for
0: another school just to take me off like Georgia. Real cause that's really all my mind set on right now, is just Georgia, just getting to Georgia, really just finishing my senior year here and just getting there. That's really all my mind been on right now. I wanna ask you specifically about your father. Like how much has that been meant to you? A lot. Definitely a lot, you know. I've been traveling with him, doing AAU football ever since I've been like Eight. You know, like, me and him, we would drive literally to Delaware from Connecticut just to practice, you know, like, we would just do all that. We would take a lot of trips together. I feel like our relationship, our bond got way closer, way tighter, just, like, in that aspect of time, really. And, like, just being from, like, middle school all the way up to where I am now, you know, he helped me develop me into the person, man, player I am now today, so. What are you most excited about about going to be a dog? most thing I'm excited about really is getting coached by Coach Frank, Coach uh, Muschamp, Coach uh, Kirby Smart, that's the main thing I'm excited about for real, main thing.
1: Ellis, when, when you think about your role in this class now, you're a highly rated dude, when you talk to guys, people are going to listen to you because of where you're ranked and what you've been and what you put out on film. What do you want people to know or wh- how's your role in this class? Are you talking to guys? Are you hungry? Are you like one of those guys that's Going to get in the guy and say, hey, man, you need to know this. Like, I'm going to go hard into paint on this because I want to play with you. Like, what is your strategy? Like, what is your style like there? Yeah, I'm really just trying to bring the dogs to Georgia. That's all it is. Ain't
0: nothing too crazy. No? I'm just trying to bring everybody to Georgia.
1: That's all. Who's out there that you want to play with? Like, um, are there players out there remaining in the 2024 class that you'd love to see, see be a dog? And yeah, work? like I said before, Ryan Ringo, I was talking to him
0: just like, a couple days ago. K.J., you know, I've been on them talking to him about Georgia. and there's a lot
1: of kids, a lot of dudes, you know. If you're back there, Peyton's back there, A.J.'s back there, K.J.'s back there, the Mellows back there, yeah. maybe Cam McHale, another guy that's in Statesboro right now that's from the state of Georgia. How are guys going to get yards on you guys? Nah,
0: not. I don't believe so. No, I feel like we got the best DB Corps in Georgia history. You know, that's really my take about this with the 24 class that we have coming in.
1: Gotta ask about the black and blonde, man. That is your signature besides stuffing guys and locking guys down. like, Tell me about that. What was the genesis? Where did that come from? And why do you like rocking that that, that color in there a little bit?
0: No, I've always been an ex-fan, you know, growing up from like 6th, 7th grade, all the way up to now. So it was like his hairstyle always stuck out to me. I was like, dang, like one day I just want to be different. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to dye my hair like that, because I know nobody else really got that like that, for real. So that's why I really got the hairstyle that I got right now. Got a nickname yet? What do people call you? Last great movie you watched? Creed 3. Creed 3, huh? Yeah, why? Creed 3. I don't know, it was just like scenery. It was real good. It was like everything about the movie I love. I love about it.
1: What do folks need to know about the respect level you have for Ryan? Let me see. Oh, he's a dog. That dude's a dog. He's a competitor. He's always going to work for
0: whatever he needs, you know. He's just overall just a good person, a good player, a co- good quarterback. He's a leader, you know. Just something that I know Georgia's definitely looking for in that role.
1: Loves Georgia, coming to compete, doesn't care who shows up. You
0: think that's what Georgia football is right now? Yeah, definitely. I feel like Georgia football right now is all about competition, really. All the guys there that's already there already. They all, all they know is just compete, you know, everybody competing every day for a starting job. You were silently committed for a long time.
1: I don't know how many people know that. Maybe when we shared some new news here or whatever. How long did you know about Dylan? What was your story about Dylan? Like, when did you think, that guy's going to be a dog and I can't wait for the world to know? I think February, March, yeah. maybe. I know, that's when I started
0: feeling yeah, that I way. I knew that dude was a dog, you know, ever since I've been talking to him, too. Like, I would, like, do tags over the phone. I'm like, yeah, man, we trying to get you here and all that, you know, so I feel like, back then we had a great shot with him. Even when he was back, still committed with Ohio State, I still felt like we had a great shot with him, you know. Committed now, so it all worked out the plan. What does he add to the class? Is it just star power, I guess, a little bit, or? Nah, not even, it's not even really about the stars that matter, per se, it's really like leadership, you know, it's like the leader role that he takes on, you know, like we all in the group chat, you know, like he just get like a real good leader and all that, like definitely a person that people follow for sure. It's easy for DBs to come to Georgia.
1: It's Mm. easy for defensive linemen, linebackers, and safeties to come to Georgia. Right now, it's still not easy for wide receivers to come to Georgia. Do you think him and Ryan are part of changing that? Where, definitely. Like the five-star quarterback is like, oh man, Georgia's going to be a little
0: bit different now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I feel like Georgia definitely going to be different, you know, with the quarterbacks that we have in the 24 class coming in. I feel like, guys, this is going to be great. Just can't wait. Can't wait to see what the receivers that we bring in and everything. We already got some great dudes already committed to, great players, great overall people, you know what I'm saying? So I just can't wait. Mm-hmm. Tell us, when you put on
1: the Georgia gear, is it still special? It is. What what goes through your mind when you strap up like that and you're looking at that G? Do you like the black jersey the best or do you like the new white on lights?
0: I like it all. Do you? I like it all. I don't know, every time I put on the jersey, it's it's
1: just like, dang.
0: It just makes me want to be here at Georgia even more like it just made me feel at home or it just it just feels special all the time I put the G on just representing
1: it. I want you to kind of preview what you're thinking with your officials like yeah. what are you thinking about right now are you going to take five are you You're to make sure Georgia's the last one like what's going through your mind right now I know it all can change but what are you thinking right now? Honestly right now only
0: only official that I have set up right now is Miami but Georgia definitely going to be my last one Georgia definitely I just want that to like just secure it all
1: you know it always feel like I'm home for so i don't really know about like
0: other officials right now per se but you know as of right now i don't really
1: know um what's your message to the fans i know the fans are going to worry superficially that you're taking visits or they're going to be can't wait to get him signed what's your message for all those folks out there that are just hunkering down and hoping that you could you maintain your commitment to georgia I ain't really nothing to stress
0: about, I'm a dog, I'm home, I'm home, that's how I look at it, you know, I'm just having fun, you know, just enjoying the uh, recruiting process really like anybody else will, you know, I feel like I deserved it at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, so I feel like why not just have fun with it.
1: Ellis Robinson, you see his interviews, you read his quotes, he really is that guy, great future representative of the program, he's here at IMG, they train him right, Uh, Ellis, thank you so much for your time right now. All right, guys, feel a little bit better about Ellis Robinson now. He says he's a dog, can't wait for the development at Georgia. Here's a couple things I learned out of that video. Number one, I knew that he was a silent for some time, but I didn't know he was a silent going back to last October. Remember, he committed in February of this year, National Signing Day for the 2023 class, but he told me, you guys heard in that video, that he was probably already silently committed by the start of his junior season. That's how long he's loved the dogs. There's a connection there with Fran Brown, kind of like A.J. Harris in the 2023 class. I don't know if Georgia has his commitment, kind of just like A.J. Harris, without the great work on the recruiting trail of Georgia's now second-year cornerbacks coach, Fran Brown. That gentleman has a very bright future, climbing up the coaching ranks, the food chain coaching ranks of major college football, power five college football. Right now, he is doing a great job great job for the Georgia Bulldogs, the back-to-back national champions. Also interesting to hear what Ellis, when Ellis knew about Dylan Riola, what he thought about Puglisi and what he thought about how the quarterback room and these quarterback commitments in this class are going to enhance the wide receiver recruiting for years to come. Great, great always catching up with Ellis Robinson. Great young man, comes from a great family as well. And you guys can clearly see that by the Dog Nation conversation today. Folks, Put your five hands up in the air, put them down on the ground. That's your big five. We're trying to rip through a lot of content today. Uh, But now, you guys are used to it each and every week. What happens after the big five is we break out the weekly uh, table stakes, the weekly anchors of our program. We go through our uh, prospect glances. We go through our Georgia recruiting clients. The snapshot. What do things look like right now? Let's look at the breakdown right now for Georgia's 2024 recruiting class. There have been some changes especially on the offensive side of the ball. Let's do the reset right now. Take a look right now at what Georgia's offensive recruiting looks like. With the commitments for the class of 2024, Georgia, folks, I have to remind you, the recent commitment of Marcus Harrison took Georgia up to the nation's number one recruiting class in the country for 2020, 2024. Right now, Georgia's offensive class, since our last show, has picked up two commitments, one from the offensive side of the ball. That's Colton Heinrich. The tight end, the other one is Marcus uh, Harrison. Also, we saw on that side of the ball that there's been a re-ranking for Nitro Tuggle. Nitro Tuggle, um, the uh, 2024 wide receiver commitment. Nitro Showtime Tuggle, he just picked up his fourth star from 24-7 Sports on the composite now. Nitro Tuggle, if you look right there, he is now uh, on 24-7 Sports, the number 75 overall prospect in the country. For the 2024 class, that's Nitro Tuggle. You look at the names. How do you guys feel about Dylan Riola's name right there on the screen uh, for the quarterback commitments? How do you guys feel about um, seeing those offensive linemen come into play right now? You got the tight end slot filled in. still got Malachi Tolliver right there, those receivers and everything else right there. There you go, right there Colton Heinrich, Marcus Harrison. Those are the two new additions. Georgia's got Dylan Riola there at the quarterback spot. That is your 2024 class breakdown on offense. And then we've got a new option right here. We had to create a brand-new slide. Kaylee Mansell, our crack uh, producer behind the scenes, behind the glass. We got one punter, guys. Everybody wants to raise a glass for punter commitments when they come down the track. Drew Miller, we talked about him before. Great overall all-around athlete. Loves the dogs. Uh, He's committed. That will be the only commitment on the specialist side, I believe, for this class. And there's your – Class breakdown on defense. couple of things to dial in here. Number one, everyone on this defensive chart is a top 100 overall recruit. Folks, think about that. Georgia's defensive class can really wind up in the long run, I think, everybody in Georgia's defensive class will at least be a top 200 overall recruit, maybe even a top 125 or top 150. Georgia guys selects the guys they want to play defense for them these days, considering the development, considering the track record, considering the pedigree. You can get coached by Trey Scott, winner. You can get coached by Fran Brown, winner. You can be coached by Glenn Schumann, likely future first-rounder, high draft pick. The same thing with Will Muschamp. The same thing with Trey Scott. The same thing with Kirby Smart, who always looks over the safety position as well. Um, Georgia's defense, going to be hard to out-recruit Georgia on defense in any cycle for the years to come. Take a look at your snapshot right there. Now with 15 commits, everybody uh, give me a hoorah or a Tiger Woods fist pump maybe for being the number one class ranked nationally again. Georgia jumped over Michigan with the Marcus Harrison commitment. Nine commitments now on offense, five on defense, one special teamer. Ten commitments out of state right now. Folks, Georgia now has commitments. Get this from Arizona, New York, Connecticut, and California. It is still the month of May. That always boggles my mind. There are 10 commitments in the SEC footprint, five outside the footprint. There's still the state with the most commits is the Peach State. That would be Georgia. And now you see Georgia starting to get a little bit more balanced. Uh, the top 10 highest rated commitments in this class, uh, five of those are on the offensive side of the ball. Georgia two five, Georgia now has uh, three five-stars currently committed. They have five top 50 commitments. They have eight top 100 commitments and nine top 150 commitments. Another guy that got a recent rank when we were rolling through the rankings on that defensive side of the ball, that defensive glance, uh, DeMello Jones actually now has been rated by the industry as a safety. Although I keep hearing he'd be like a nickel corner or a corner uh, for the dogs. That's where they want to start him out initially. He's now rated as the country's net number six safety, which is mind boggling. There's a, there's a view, there's a future Potential future in the world where Georgia has the number one, the number three, the number four and the number six safeties in the country. He also saw his ranking shoot up. He is now a top 100 overall prospect. DeMello Jones out of Swainsboro high school, I believe right around the number 80, 82 overall prospect in the country. Um, That's your recruiting snapshot. Now updated top targets. We're starting to list these going down in order from 14 to one folks. My buddy Michael Carvell always likes to see skinnier off the radar. He likes to see skinnier top targets. You've got 14 top targets here, but you're going to see Edric Houston, now the new number one. Khalil KJ Bolden, those are the Buford boys. Justin Green, Ryan Wingo. You see Jaden Riddell there at number five. Jeremiah Smith moves up to number six. Cam McHale, number seven. Sammy Brown, number eight. New name, Joseph Jonah Ajanye. Another Oak Ridge boy out of the state of Texas. He took his official visit, excuse me, his unofficial visit, pardon me, to Georgia for the scavenger hunt weekend. He loved it. He knew he would love it going in Georgia. He has classified Georgia in no uncertain terms to me, other reporters out there, as his dream school. And he will now take an official visit to Georgia on June the 23rd. That's what he had kind of penciled in there. Absolutely loves the thought of him being a dog one day. He, I think he's a top 115 overall prospect. New name here on your top targets is Casey Poe. Folks, I think Casey Poe is going to be a terrific football player for somebody. I think he's going to be a future team captain type. He's got those Cedric Von praun Granger, uh, Nicobe Dean, Jalen Walker type vibes to him where he's just – built the right way. He understands football. His faith is a very big, important part of his life. He loves playing nasty. He loves the run game. And he's also folks, probably a little factoid here. You're only going to hear on dog nation is he comes from a family of coaches. There's probably at least a handful of football coaches in his family. He says, one of the things he always remembered growing up, going to Thanksgiving dinners with his extended family was looking and looking around and seeing everybody's state championship rings in his family. Football is in his blood. You've got Daniel Calhoun, Brandon Baker, Nathan Frazier, the electric running back out of modern day California. Both Brandon Baker and Nathan Frazier are modern day targets for the Dogs out of Santa Ana, California. And then a new name, another new name on this list. Been a lot of differences, a lot of variants this week. Justin Williams, the five-star linebacker, the number one linebacker in the country, is now cracking that top targets list for 2024. And uh, here you go. I think, my, like I said earlier, my buddy Michael will appreciate this. We go to the off-the-radar, folks, and you're going to see, I think, between the commitments of Marcus Harrison, who was on there, and Drew Miller was on there, and then also Colton Heinrich on there. you got a much smaller list. Even though I was able to put a new name or two in the list, folks will like this one. Let's just go to the one that I think where we won't bury the lead here. You've got uh, Mike Matthews. I think the Dylan Riola factor – Puts Georgia back into the shooting match there at least, back into the bull ring, uh, back into the race there for Mike Matthews, the five-star wide receiver out of Parkview. Of course, I still think Clemson and Tennessee have a very strong position underneath the basket in terms of eventually grabbing the commitment and signature from Mike Matthews. you got a new name there, Marquise Lightfoot out of Chicago, Illinois. Um, Love that last name, Lightfoot. He is an electric, off-the-ball type defender. That first step is golden. That first step is explosive. Um, let me see. Some new names on there. You've seen some tight ends fall off now, guys, because I think the addition of Colton Heinrich now, mean, Heinrich now means that that tight end board isn't as large or as um, with as many potential names. I don't know if Carter Nelson might be the, the non-Jaden Riddell name. I think Carter Nelson might be the – non-Jaden Riddell name in the class for Georgia to focus on, for Hartley to focus on at tight end, but he's not even there. You see the offensive lineman, another huge offensive tackle, Ethan Calloway at of Lake Norman High School in Mooresville, North Carolina. That's a suburb of Charlotte. Another name here, Aiden Breeland, came pretty close, guys. Uh, he hasn't set selected a date yet. Georgia's official visits are running short in the class. If I had to give you a, a subliminal message this week, Uh, for you guys to picture what's going on with Georgia's class. I want you to picture Hartsfield, Jackson, International Airport. TSA had been backed up and everybody's on the plane train. That's what I feel like the class is looking like now for the University of Georgia. The bus, the plane, the train, it's getting filled up. Limited room left. Georgia's already going to approach its 56 official visits. Um, I think they'll be within 10 official visits. Of the, of the cap there by the end of the summer right there. That is how great, that is how gargantuan Georgia football recruiting is doing right now. Folks, that is before the hedges from the studio now. You guys got a question? You guys got anything you want to know? You want to talk about that Ellis, Ellis Robinson interview? You want to talk to a little bit more about these five stars? What's the Dylan Raiola effect still? What's the Ryan Puglisi effect still? Why in the world did I say that Maybe this time next year, one of the deepest position groups on the team will be at wide receiver among the top five. I think, you know, a good question, I'm sure a natural question for me to share is like, okay, if it's quarterback, wide receiver, who are the other top position groups on the team? Well, that's a good question that I'm going to lead off here right now in our live Q&A segment. That'll start the ball rolling here on Before the Hedges, brought to you by Kroger. I'm Jeff sintel Get your questions ready. We'll be right back. great time to be a before the hedges dog nation recruiting reporter huh? we were talking about all these things that were expected to come down the track I guess you kind of heard a little bit of context into my uh, pre-recorded portion of our show where I talked about pulled a lot of tight ends off the off the list because I really thought Georgia's tight end scope uh, was going to be zeroed in on Jaden Riddell and that is definitely what happened right there um trying to keep up with everything that's going on, trying to get messages. Um, We have um, some questions to get to. Uh, Wheel Dog has a question. Do you think Nitro Tuggle will be a five-star? So one of the things I was trying to do, trying to keep up with a bunch of things right there, um, do I think Nitro Tuggle will be a five star? I don't think Nitro Tuggle will be a five star, but I do think Nitro T- Nitro Tuggle will be a top 100 overall prospect. I think Nitro will kind of be in that number 60, number 80 overall range right there. Uh, Michael Ward, I think George is going to get great on the offensive and defensive lines. Um, uh, DMART42, I'm, I'm going through some questions now here on YouTube and I'm getting, um, I think Riley gives him a shot. I think it was worth bringing his name back on the board. George is going to get an official visit from Mike Matthews folks. I'll be honest. I think some people, it's just going to be inertia. Um, There's going to be some magnetism. There's going to be some tractor beam there by the dogs to bring somebody in uh, to bring some players in. Um, Let me see some questions. I'm looking through. Um, YouTube right now let me go to the dog nation homepage real quick to get catch questions um Astro UGA off the uh off the dog nation home pads they want to know what is Georgia's biggest position and who do you think will get to fill it I think Georgia's biggest need right now you got to look at some places where they don't have any players committed and that would be the players where they don't have any committed, that's the defensive line. That's the edge position. I think edge. I think finding a five-tech is the biggest. Uh, Five-technique defensive lineman is the biggest need. I don't think there are really a lot of five-techs out there. The five-tech is really hard. I think names like Justin Scott uh, on the defensive line, Edric Houston, uh, Joseph uh, Jonah Ajani, those are guys that are recently that have visited Georgia. Um, Joseph Jonah John Ye, that's really important he just visited Georgia for the uh scavenger hunt weekend Georgia got an unofficial visit and then uh, an official visit will be coming down the track on June the 23rd um what did everybody think about the uh Ellis Robinson interview there that's a really sharp kid huh let me see I'm going to jump on Facebook take some questions from Facebook and our program tonight um Let me see. Jumping on, jumping on Facebook right now. Um, get your questions, guys. Uh, Sandy Price, uh, pretty funny there, Sandy Price. Uh, Miriam, there's a lot of, there's a lot of positions. There's a lot of positions left. I would imagine. I would say. I would say, Georgia currently has 16 commitments. I would say another 12, 12 spots, 12 to 13 spots left in the class. I think you're going to see a lot of situations there where it depends on how many people go to the portal, depends on how many people go to the NFL and have a big 2023 season. Uh, Eric divorce, senior. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's, that's the rumor of the week for the past uh, two, two weeks or so. Uh, Randy Hall. I don't think Georgia is going to take six wide receivers and, Six OLs. I think Georgia might take four or five OLs if Georgia can get the right, get the right OLs. Um, And then I think they'll take five receivers. Tom Lavelle has a good question right there with the new rules on visits. A kid can take as many official visits as he wants, but schools are still limited on how many official visits they can have. That's exactly right. A kid can take as many official visits as he wants, but he cannot take any more than that. All right, guys. So we're back here. I know you guys were looking, checking out. It's really not technical difficulties. We have a situation where I'll be honest with you guys. It's really hard to do a show. I've got back channel audio going through my AirPods. So I have basically just dispatched the AirPods. Hopefully you guys can hear me better. Now I won't talk like I have 19 voices in my head. Uh, something we're trying to get worked on is our transition to have a live show at the back end of it so I can hear what's going on so I can get cued when to go. It's kind of the joys, I guess, a little bit of live streaming, kind of like live television. It's all trying to bring you guys the best product possible. But I want you to imagine for the last two or three minutes while I'm answering questions and going to the next question, I'm literally hearing a delay of about three seconds later, everything I just spoke with you guys about on the program. So that made everything a little disjointed a little bit so what I tried to do is try to handle that as professionally as I could I eventually had to take the airpods out when I started opening up different browsers as I was trying to follow some live uh, commenting and everything else so what I did then is we just decided to drop out get rid of the airpods and hopefully that's going to result in a better program for each and everybody that's watching in tonight because that's certainly what we want to see happen we don't want to see kind of keystone cops happening and everything else like that Master MJ nine one one. Sorry, that was um, disappointing for everybody's guys. Um, stick D's, I see a question here on YouTube. Uh, Georgia should, I would say Georgia's given up on Landon Thomas, but the Jaden Riddell commitment today, I guess I'd take a minute, minute or two to talk about that. Jaden Riddell, guys, I always saw him as a guy that was likely going to be linked with wherever Dylan Raiola chose to go. Um, Jaden Riddell's about 6'4", about 230, more of a true down the field, flex in, tight, tight, tight end, not a lot of inline blocking, not a lot of hand in the ground, lot of, not a lot of mashing. I think this is why Todd Hartley has got a great pairing of Jaden Riddell, a guy that goes up and gets the balls. Um, 4.41 is what he's been timed. He's running jet sweeps. When you watch him on his high school film, that's the type of stuff, the type of speed that Brock Bowers has. And now he's going to have to learn to be that type of punishing physical blocker as well. I think Georgia is quite very well off now with the tight ends, a tight end combination of Jaden Riddell and also uh, Colton Heinrich. And really, Dylan Raiola, guys, Dylan Raiola, guys, that's a key piece uh, in terms of bringing in Jaden Riddell today. Um, appreciate you, Randy Payne. Um, I think the, the running backs that are, that's going to Florida – are you talking about the commitment, um, Chauncey Bowens? Right now, I think Georgia, um, their best possible close for for running back in this class. I think it's a couple of guys. I think it's Taylor Tatum, the number one running back in the country. It's going to be a very contested recruitment. I think Jared Gibson's going to visit Georgia. I don't think Georgia's going to get Jared Gibson. I think Texas looks really strong there. Um, I think Chauncey Bowens is committed to Florida. Good piece. I think he's going to be a really good SEC back, but I think what George is looking for are guys like Tatum, guys like Nate Fraser out of Modern Day, and also Christian Clark out of Mountain Point High School in Phoenix, Arizona. Those kind of all-purpose type backs is what they're looking for in the 2024 class to just add a lot of variance to what they have now with Lenith Whitehead, the walk-on. Uh, you've also got, um, think about it, Andrew Paul, think about it, Branson Robinson, Roderick Robinson a lot of the same skill sets there and they want to add some guys that can catch a lot of back catch a lot of um balls out of the backfield. Um Will Dog, I think the number's probably right around 28. Um let me see uh more questions. Let me see if I can uh, catch up with everything. Uh Randy Payne definitely wants to go for 3 and 23. Think about this for a second, guys. Since Dylan Riola committed, Riola committed Last week, or first part of last week, they've had Ryola commit, they've had Drew Miller commit, they've had um, uh, Colton Heinrich, Marcus Harrison, Drew Miller, and now Jaden Riddell. That's a lot, folks. Georgia's now up to 16 commitments in the 2024 class. It's kind of funny. A guy like Drew Miller, good thing he loves the dogs because a lot of other punters would be like, man, You got Raiola, you got these receivers, you got what's the perception of what Georgia could close with at receiver. They got Jaden Riddell, what are they going to do with running backs? They're adding up in now basically the stud offensive lineman, the corn-fed mule offensive lineman, the big uglies, the hogs. And I wonder how much a punter like Drew Miller thinks he's going to get to work at Georgia. Maybe maybe 35, 40 punts a year, that'd be about two a game. Uh, That's how prolific I think the Georgia offense can be. Um, hope everybody's enjoyed the show. I've tried to catch catch as many questions as I could. I've went to it, I bounced around a lot of areas. Uh, let me go back to the Dog Nation homepage and see if anybody's got anything else for us tonight. Um, a lot of people, Emmett Smith fans, talking about uh, Jeremiah Smith. Uh, you know, Astro UG. I think one of the things you got a question here asking me about uh, asking about Dunbarella. I think what it is he has just natural leadership qualities. Um, he doesn't have to act like a five-star to show that he's a leader. Uh, basically, simply put, that's what I think there. Um, a lot of guys uh, – he's a lot of guys, he just has a way about him. <clears throat> a lot of guys just really um, enjoy hanging out with him. There's a story from the, the visit weekend this weekend where – Uh, Dylan didn't want to hang out in his hotel room because that wasn't going to get Georgia better and make Georgia better. So um, he started texting guys. He texted Casey Poe, and they came uh, into the facility, came downstairs, and he was going to um, just start playing Madden with everybody. Casey Poe was really uh, impressed by the leader of the Georgia um, offense as well. Um, Let me see. Guys, let me take one more shot into Facebook, let me keep up with that. Um, yeah, Kevin Cook, Ellen Vervontic, uh, Lightning fast. that's a great way to describe. Uh, I'm gonna tell you Dwight, Dwight Phillips is going to be probably running right around a 10 flat in the neighborhood of 10 flat time He is a senior and running track uh, for uh, High School in Mableton. Um, all right, guys, let me see. Um, that's been a before the hedges. We had a big show, loaded show trying to keep everything below the, uh, trying to keep the program bo- below the 30, the, excuse me, the hour mark. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys saw some things that you'll think about for the next week as you guys follow Georgia football recruiting. Guys, they have the number one class in the country uh, in 2024 by far. They're way ahead of Michigan. They have the number one recruiting class in the country in 20, 2025. Uh, we got Miss Peaches here for everybody else as well. She wanted to come by and say hi. But Great way to close it, things out, I guess, was, the, was one of the, probably the cutest dog in Woodstock, Georgia. I um, wanted just to tell you guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out here with Dog Nation. Georgia has the number one class in 2024. The number one class in 2025. They have back-to-back national champions. Folks, it is a great time to be a fan of the Georgia Bulldogs and a great time to be covering Georgia. Football recruiting. I'm Jeff, the intrepid reporter for dognation.com. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Thanks for making it another Wednesday night. Hope you enjoyed the content. Hope you enjoyed the big five. If so, uh, give, that, give us a like, share it across your timelines. Tell folks about Before the Hedges every Wednesday night. Brought to you by Kroger. I'm Jeff Sintel. That's your intel. And we'll see everybody again later on the pages of dognation.com. Let's go, I'm a bulldog.
0: So, Georgia, who will pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.